to episode 17, a very special edition, Monday edition of the Masters Muscle Podcast. We are 15 weeks out from the Masters Olympia, and what better way to kick it off with three competitors as well as Vinny on the way to the Olympia. Vinny, take it away. What's up, everybody? So we're coming live. Um, these guys right here are coming from the UK. What time is it there, guys? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Nine p.m. So you know, we all have different stories on uh, how we're how we're here in this situation, um, facing the Masters Olympia now in sixteen weeks. Um, my own story has been a long road. It took me sixteen years to turn pro. I turned pro at the Masters Nationals here in the states uh, in two thousand eight after sixteen years of trying, and um, then I retired, started competing again in the Masters, and see my name on the list it's been a it's been an exciting road so it, it's your it's your hour guys so talk to us let the uh let the fans from the united states know who you are and trish how about you go first and just tell us a little bit about your background and where you're from how you got to england i know you're originally from the united states so trish take take it over thanks Vinny. and again thank you for having me um, yeah, I'm originally from Toledo, Ohio, so Buckeye State. <laughs> um, I came over in my 20s, so when I was about 22, I came over here to the UK. Um, I was actually studying to be a dentist at the time. And, you know, if, for those of you who went to sort of university, um, you know, I, I had to work to pay for my books, you know, back then, you know, biology book secondhand was sort of a hundred dollars. So I had to work part-time while I was at university and I was given the opportunity to come over to the UK for work. And of course, you know, when you're at university and you've got an employer that's offering to pay for you to go to the UK to work and pay for you to go to Paris and France, you're going to say yes. So I did. And then I just stayed over here. Didn't finish my <laughs> degree to be a dentist. Um, you know, so upset the parents with that one. But, um, you know, so that's how I ended up over here. But to touch on my background with competing, um, it took me a while to get my pro card. Not as long as you, Vinny. You know, I didn't have to uh, compete 16 years of chasing it, but I've been chasing it since 2018. And then I got my pro card in 2021 at Gary Udit's show, mm -hmm. which was the um, uh, Nationals Masters Collegiate. Oh, same show as I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the show. Um, but saying that... Two weeks prior, I did the universe and I came dead last. Wow. At the universe. Wow. Last call outs, last. And where it's different over here in Europe, um, when you like you're in the last call outs, they don't have you go back on stage. They just let you go. Only the top five, even as amateurs, they bring you back out. But over there, you know, in, in the States, they have you come out, even if you're sort of like last. And I remember sort of saying, oh, it, do I leave? And they're like, no, you don't leave. And I was like, oh, no, I was only asking. 
because they send you home over there in Europe. Um, so no, came dead last. And then I was so upset, sort of coming off stage. I'm like, what? I just didn't bring the right package, didn't bring the right conditioning. Um, so then it was two weeks later, which was Gary's show. And I was like, right, I am not leaving without a pro card. I said to my coach. So we just put the, you know, the pedal down to the metal, ate fish. I hate fish. Yep. Ate fish and it just come off. Um, did that show. I ended up winning three pro cards, three overalls. And then two pro shows the following day, um, wow. which I wasn't even expecting to do the pro show. I was actually meant to fly back home. You know, I was just expecting to keep chasing it. You don't sort of expect, I'm sure you can relate that to Vinny when you Absolutely. won your pro card. Were you expecting it? No. So when I did the Masters Nationals in 2008, um, uh, Steve Weinberger came up to me and said, what's, what's your first pro show you're going to do? And I'm like, no, Steve, I'm doing the nationals in November. This was a warm up. Like, no, Vinny, you just turned pro. And it just wasn't sinking in. Yeah. Like, you know, you're chasing it for so long. Um, yeah. So I, I, I can understand what you're saying. And so between the two shows, did you stay in the States or did you go? Back yeah, home? I did. I stayed in the States. Um, and then just, it was, it was really, really grueling two weeks, but sure. it was worth it. Clearly worth it because, you know, I've managed to sort of do that. And I remember Sandy coming up to me after the show, hence why I'm dark, by the way, because my feedback was that she preferred me dark. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, she came up to me after the show and she's like, are you doing the pro show tomorrow? You, you need to do that show. And I'm like, I'm due to fly back. You know, I'm due to fly to Detroit and then Detroit back to the UK. Um, so that's sort of not in my, you know, I wasn't sort of expecting it. So I just thought, no, no, no. And then at about four in the morning, I thought, actually, I'm going to have a look at the flights sent because my daughter was with me at the time, sent my daughter back to Detroit. Um, I phoned a friend of mine saying, you know, who I went to high school with, do you think you can drive here? If I compete in the pro show, you can drive and come and collect me and then drive me back so that I can get a flight back to the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and then it was literally rush, you know, into the tanning and then pulled out of makeup and then literally thrown on stage. I wanted to do three pro shows, but they would only allow me to do the two because by the time I got there, they've already started lining up. So I wasn't able to do one of them. So I could only enter two shows, and those are the two shows that I won. Awesome job. Awesome job. Great weekend. And if, yes. and if you didn't stay for those two weeks, you wouldn't be looking at the Olympia. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know. So, um, but yeah, so that's how I sort of got uh, my pro card. Um, and then I'll, I'll hand it over to Kelvin. Would you like to <laughs> share? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've been competing since 2006. Uh, I was 23 all my years ago. <laughs> Seems like a long time ago now. Um, to be honest with you, I was just competing like in sort of like other federations. It wasn't really, I didn't even really go to get a pro card. I was doing first timers, beginner shows, uh, and then I just sort of like fell into it. I kind of, I kind of did it. Just sort of, um, 
get my personal training up and get some experience so I could show that I could compete myself and obviously get myself in shape. Um, and then um, just got more and more into it and then decided to kept on competing, kept on rolling. And I was doing I was doing open bodybuilding as, as an amateur. I got to sort of like national level, international level, done some international shows. And then it wasn't really until, what was it, like 2017. I know it's the... Uh, the classic bodybuilding, which everyone had always said to me for years, you've got a very classic build, but I was just sort of sometimes getting beat on overall size. It's, it's one of the, the bodybuilding shows at the top level. Um, so I was like, this is that's perfect for me. And I remember seeing the guys in the pros and thinking, um, not to sound arrogant, but I was kind of on that, on that weight as much as anything. I was already sort of competing at that weight, so I thought I was ready, I was ready for that. And uh, the weight limit for the amateurs, because it was 10 pounds lighter, I think... Uh, I'd won like the Nabber England, and I think I was weighing like 222, 224, and then the weight limit was 207. I just thought, from an already sort of winning physique, I know I could have taken some more off, but I thought, I'm not going to be able to get down that far. How tall? And then I've opened uh, 5'11. Okay. Yeah, so my weight limit for um, amateurs would have been 212, and now in the pros it's 222, which is kind of where I was sitting, that was about perfect for me. But Obviously, I had to get a pro card before I could uh, be as a pro, so I had to go back down. But in uh, 2018, I um, opened a new gym, and I'd had a little bit of downtime. I'd not really been pushing the food and the training as much like that, so I just naturally dropped a bit of weight, and I decided I was going to get ready for some shows. And um, I was prepping a lot, actually. Sorry? No, we didn't see anything. Oh, sorry. I've got something in yeah, so I was prepping for some shows, um, and I noticed that the weight limit had moved because I was prepping the lad for the classic division. And it, uh, I told him uh, what his weight limit was, and he said, no, no, they've moved it up five pounds on all the high classes. So then the 212 seemed a little bit more realistic. I know it doesn't sound much five pounds, but at that point, it, it really was. So I thought to myself, right, well, I'll just diet it and see where the weight sort of is coming in. And it just it was just hovering just above that, so I was able to... Um, just dropped that extra little bit towards the end, really come in depleted, made the, made the weight. And then I was fortunate enough to actually get my pro card at the first attempt. But it sounds, that sounds like, you know, I've done it straight away. But in, in all fairness, it was a 50 50 job as an amateur. So it wasn't quite as, uh, as straightforward as that. It was, um, it took a long time. I just hadn't really uh, gone for a pro card because in the open division, I knew that I was just going to get out muscled. Uh, and when the classic was obviously available, it was like, that's just perfect. Sorry, I keep dropping my earphones. And what what contest did you enter that you earned your pro card? It was the um, amateur Olympia in the UK in Coventry. Okay, and you you won your class, or you won the class in overall? I won the class, and I come second in the overall. As there was a uh, yeah, it was there was three pro cards available in that one. And then uh, I think a week later, I'd already bought my flights to go to Alicante because there was an amateur show and a pro show. And like Chris was saying before, and got to that point and made that weight where I thought, right, this is the time. If I'm going to do it, it needs, it's now or never. Um, so I um, already bought the flights to Alicante thinking, well, if I don't turn pro, I've got another chance of doing the amateur show. And then I was fortunate enough that I did turn pro. Uh, and obviously I, I did my first pro show in Alicante. Yeah, I've got a top six at the first show. Nice. And then the week, the week after, I did the uh, Dennis James Classic, and I got second there. Um, 
to a guy that just, I think he just placed 11th at the Olympia. Uh, what's his name now? I can't remember. Uh, Hoffman. Uh, uh, Hoffman, I think it was. If you've heard of him. I think he's done the Olympia a few times. Okay. David Hoffman? Yeah. 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 Um, then we had, obviously, all the COVID stuff going on. I come back in, uh, oh, that's all my bicep, like, literally five months after turning pro at a, at a water park of all places, not even training. And uh, so I spent sort of the, all of 2019 recovering and even into two, 2020 when I, I competed there, I had a bit of a shocking year. My head wasn't really in it. I still feel like I was kind of recovering from the injury. And uh, obviously with the COVID thing, it just, everything just felt bad. I think it messed a few people up. It was just something to focus on and I did it. Uh, and then last year, I had my best year. I was very close to qualifying for the Open Olympia. I got um, three seconds and a third. They actually wow. finished tied for third in the point system and missed out on a, on a tiebreaker. Wow. Wow. Interesting. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, Sergio, how did you tell us a little bit about yourself, your road to becoming a pro and uh, you know, now to the Olympia. Yeah, um, I think I make my. Um, I'm a bit like Kevin. Uh, bodybuilding to me came more like most people, a hobby. Um, I moved from Portugal to the UK when I was 26. Um, start gym like most people, just to stay fit. Um, and then um, within a year, roughly about training. Um, he was actually a bodybuilder friend of mine now that um, guided me to do my first bodybuilding show, um, uh, NPA, the Natural Physical Association, which uh, I entered my first show, I won. Um, and since then, image I never stopped. But um, I've always took bodybuilding, competitive side, um, not very serious. Um, I was the guy that would do like one one regional year, qualify for the finals. Um, missed out on the British title a couple of times uh, on the naturals. Um, and then it was pretty much towards, you know, um, I wouldn't say the end, mid of my career as a bodybuilder, um, that I got in contact with, um, with uh, Portuguese bodybuilding through a few friends of mine. So I started competing in Portugal as well, as well as UK. Um, and that's how I pretty much um, turned pro. I became Portuguese champion, um, uh, overall champion in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then um, 2019, I turned pro on my second attempt. So my first attempt on a, on a, pro, on a pro card was um, an open qualifier. Um, um, which there was quite a few names. I mean, Ian Valerie was one of them on the same yeah. show. I think he played third on that show. Um, and I had to wait another year to give to give it a try. Uh, but actually, I won. I didn't. I didn't win an amateur Olympia. I actually won the Portuguese championships, so I became overall yeah. champion uh, on the following year and, and and got my pro card. Uh, cool. But I, but actually, I live in the UK. Even though I represent Portugal uh, in the AFB Pro League, I still live in the UK. Okay. And what yeah. what's the connection to all three of you? How do you guys all know each other? 
Well, we don't live that far from each other. Um, I met Patricia um, in the gym where we actually go. Um, Kelvin, I came across Kelvin. I don't think we ever competed against each other, but I've yeah, but I've come across Kelvin in a few of can't remember if it was NABA or PCI shows that um, we were competing in different classes. Yeah. You, you guys have a lot of different organizations over in the UK, correct? Yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, yeah. there's quite a few. What, what are they besides the IFBB? You've got uh, NABA, you've got uh, the PCA, you've got UK BFF, um, which is the IFBB Elite. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got some other sort of like smaller little things like um what are the what's the one nf and n nf uk thank you yes that's uh, it a pro, you got pro no, yeah, IBFA as well IBFA NAC loads yeah um um Waba, um okay there's quite a few here in UK it's quite a few cool so when you so when you guys first heard of the Masters Olympia coming last year, did you guys have to think about it, or would you already say, "I'm throwing my name in the hat"? Did either of you was there any 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 hesitancy for any of you? No, I I was I was probably the first one to email in. <laughs> I think Vinny might have beat you. Vinny might have beat you. <laughs> you know, he's, See, he's... I actually, Trisha, it was actually your husband that told me about the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, he told me about the show, so I was, I was, um, yeah, I, I wasn't, I, um, in all honesty, um, I wasn't planning on competing anytime soon, I had a few health problems uh, at the end of, towards the end of last year, um, halfway through my prep to my last show, uh, and I decided then that I wouldn't be competing anytime soon, or probably ever, so, the Master Olympia actually came at the right time because since then I've been recovering um, health-wise. I feel much better now. And this Master Olympia just came at the right, right time, right opportunity. So I said, why not? So I, I have a, a kind of different kind of question here because from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, mm-hmm. so I, I always like to know, like, um, what you like what different countries eat when you're when you're prepping so like here like we have cream of rice we have your rices and brown rice white rice potatoes what what's what's your staple diet like like what, what kind of carbs what kind of protein do you guys use i'm probably boring <laughs> i would say the same Jenny. yeah i i don't have cream of rice mine's just sweet potato or uh, jasmine rice uh, turkey and fish at the moment um, is my sort of thing. Okay. Salad, tomatoes. Tomatoes. Kelvin, <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I, t- I tend to vary my protein up at the moment. I'll be having steak every day, salmon, eggs, maybe two chicken meals. And then sometimes just for a variety, I'll just um, I'll swap in different, different fishes like cod, um, tuna, haddock. And sometimes it almost feels like I'm having a cheat because I'm tasting something different, but obviously it's just as lean. And then in terms of carbs, yeah, it's just rice, oats, 
sweet potato. Yeah, I tend to eat more potatoes when I'm on prep because obviously there's more volume of food, but the carbs are quite low. So you can have, obviously, if you have 200 grams of baked potato, there's only like 35 grams of carbs. And obviously, if you have 200 grams of rice, it's a lot more. So it tends to fill you up more. So I tend to eat more potatoes when I start getting hungrier. Cool. Sergio, you're a pretty big dude. What's, um, how tall are you and what do you weigh? Um, I'm 5'9". Um, currently, I'm 251 pounds. Um, this is pretty much the lightest I've been off season because um, a year ago, I was roughly about 293 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Um, 293? But, uh, 293, yeah. Um, That's two of me. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the heaviest I've ever been, and uh, that had some consequences. Um towards um, halfway through my prep, when I was about 270 or something, 275, 270, um, then I was diagnosed with heart failure. With what? Um, heart failure. Heart failure? Yeah, yeah, it was not It was not good news to be fair, but um, these things happened. Um, but since then I've been on medication um, and um, I had to, to, um, to lose weight. So I'm currently at about 250. But I do think that I find myself now um, in a better starting point for this Masters Olympia. Sure. Um, I'm much fitter. I mean, I do cardio literally every day. I'm much fitter. Um, uh, been pretty much on very low foods for the last six months. Um, yeah, and, as, and again, I, I think I'm, I'm in a very good starting point. And by the way, um, when we're talking about uh, turning pro, I think you said, Vinny, that you turned pro as a master. Yeah. I, yeah, I turned pro in 2019 when I was 40 as well. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so for me, it's been like a, a bodybuilding came late to me. Um, but, you know, um, as, long as, as long as the body keeps responding... Since we're, we're all masters here, um, yeah. I, I think I'm the oldest one. I, I'm 56. I just turned 56 a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you guys? 45. Yep. I've, just, I've just turned 40. 40. Oh, you're the baby. You're the baby. <laughs> 46. 46. You don't look it. You don't look uh, it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because, you know, it's like so many people, like, think like the older you get you, you can't do certain things and i think we're defying um what the the what people think you should be doing or not doing when you're older right so like going Definitely. to the gym we keep keep ourselves healthy and um you know it's it's a lifestyle it is and it definitely over here in europe because we don't have master shows over here in europe in okay. fact the last year, last November in Italy was the first master's amateur show for master's athletes to turn pro. And that was mm. last year in Italy. Uh, it's going to be again this year in Italy, but there aren't any master pro shows over here in Europe. Um, if you want to turn pro, uh, you have to compete in the open. If you. Interesting. You're talking about the IFBB, correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And if you want to compete, 
you compete in the open. Um, you know, I, like you, um, I've been over to Alicante and I came sixth in the Europa Pro Show in the open um, because we don't have, like I said, the master pro shows over here in Europe. And it's cheaper for us, if, if you live in UK, it's cheaper to get a 200 pound flight to Italy than it is mm -hmm. to pay 1200 pounds for a flight to the US. Yep. It's You sort of look at the logistics and it's a shorter, shorter flight, two hours compared to, depending where you're flying, eight hours. Yeah, or and how, how long is the flight to Romania for you guys? I think it's about, is it about two and a half, I want to say. Yeah. It's, it's about two and a half. For me. I thought it was more than that. I thought it was like three and a half, but I think so. I, I went last year, I'm sure it's three and a half. Did you go to Bucharest last year? Yeah. 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 So, folks, what is the what is the buzz internationally? Because when you look at the, the lists, all the different lists, it seems like maybe they're a little bit heavier on the American side. So there's a lot of buzz here in the U.S., but is there what's the buzz like internationally? I think it's because it's all it's it's new, you know. As I sort of touched on earlier, that we don't have the sort of masters pro shows over here, but there's different sort of aspects to it that it's also new because it'll be the first time you've got other divisions in it, mm -hmm. you know, right. where it's not just the open. You know, it's not just bodybuilding. You've got, you know, the classic coming into it. Um, you've got the women's divisions coming into it to where, you know, none of that was there. So there is excitement with regards to, um, you know, having all the new divisions in it. So I, I don't know if See, anyone else wants to jump in there. <laughs> so, so here here in the States, we, we have a lot of podcasts that are talking very negative about it. And... Um, it's, it's just not real something I like, I never listen to them. I, I just get people telling me, did you hear this? Did you hear that? I'm like, I don't want to hear it. Um, they're just not giving it the, uh, respect. I mean, all around, um, you know, I don't think that the powers to be wanted the big names like the Jay Cutlers or Kevin Lerone. I don't think they were going for that. They were going for guys like us competitors that are actually in the masters um, but not on the, you know, the circuit. There's a couple of guys that are, that are going to be in it, like David Henry, um, yeah. Darren Charles, bigger names. But, um, yeah, it's like a little, I think um, a lot of the talk is pretty disrespectful. Um, and, it, you know, it should, I guess because it's the Masters Olympia and in the past we have bigger names in the show. And so it's a new generation. It's a new yeah. era. And, they're getting us and we're going to, we're going to put on a good show. Yes. Yes, we are. I think, you know, everyone's going to have an opinion about everything. Aren't they really? It's just, you know, you get a bit of what I touched on earlier over here in Europe, you get a bit of ageism, maybe not so much with the men, but with women, you do tend to sort of get a bit of ageism sort of like, competing especially when you're sort of competing in the open you can get a bit of that but you know i think as we're all athletes and we're all being judged on our physiques anyway we do tend to have thicker skin um you know i have i've seen some of the negative comments like on social media with regards to you know some people saying oh it should be 
50 and over and but it's sort of what what do you define as sort of like you know masters when when are you going to sort of you know say that oh okay if you're 40 you're you're not a masters it's you know yeah. everyone's gonna yeah. have an opinion here here in the united states i remember you know i started competing as a teenager so i go back a long ways and um i remember when i was 18 one of my training partners this, this guy ronnie he was 40 going into a master show and the masters back then was 35 and over in a local contest so masters has been 35 and over since like the 80s yeah and mm. now in the pros i said i say well when the olympia was in existence for those those years um like uh, i think they were like uh, vince taylor won i think what five or six and be like 92 on yeah yeah uh, so run. I, mean, though, I think that was 50 and over correct me if i'm wrong i'm yeah. not sure or 40 and over it was 40 and over so there's a few pro shows here in the states that have 35 and over but not many it yeah. mostly just all 40 and up and even 60 and 70 i mean you go to gary Udit's contest in pittsburgh at the masters yeah. um pittsburgh pro you got 70 and 80 year olds competing there's not many but man these guys are pretty pretty uh youthful for 70s it is it's amazing absolutely amazing and i'm i'm just thankful that we have this opportunity you know especially to be chosen you know when you sort of asked the question earlier i don't know if maybe you beat me to it Vinny, with sort of applying but i was definitely one of the first people to sort of apply and then they sent an email back saying, okay, can you send a sort of what you call a resume? We say CV over here. So I'm like, oh, so I had to redo that and then send that back in. And I'm like, did you get it? <laughs> really cool. So, Kelvin, when you saw your name on the list, were there any surprises, any names that really spoke out to you? Or um, I've, I've got that. I've probably recognized about six of them uh, in terms of, I've competed against them. Obviously, I recognised Darren Charles. I think there was uh, Cambrera. I think he won the Arnolds a couple of years ago. So I recognised a couple because of previous results and a couple because I've, I've competed against them. But uh, in the other classes, um, I didn't know Dave Henry was doing it, so that was a little bit of a surprise. So I just thought it was a, a good standard from the people that have come. Like you said, the people were looking at, I mean, Jay Cutler's got nothing to prove, I suppose. I suppose certain other people haven't, but I think, Jay Cutler coming back for a Masters Olympia is probably something that he's not really that motivated for, whereas there's other people who would love to you know, win this Masters Olympia and that would be the topping of their career ever. You know what I mean? Yep. Would it, be, would it be wrong to say for the three of you folks, that obviously not including Vinny, that it's maybe less about the money and more about actually stepping on stage and being, you know, with, with the excitement? Yeah. If there was no prize money, I'd still be doing it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be doing bodybuilding if I wanted money. That's, yeah, that's, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is a very expensive hobby. Very expensive. Very expensive. Yeah, very expensive. Yeah. Hey, at least you don't have to have your makeup done. <laughs> yeah. The tans enough. <laughs> and, and, and Trish, let's be honest. What do the bikinis cost? Because I've heard astronomical figures on the bikinis. Oh, they are, and I'm very, very lucky because I'm with Angel Competition Bikinis. You can use Trish Twenty, <laughs> a little plug there. Um, no, they they are very expensive. Anything from mine are about twelve hundred, twelve hundred dollars. 
oh, my babies wow. because they're fully, you know, fully blinged out with crystals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little bling. But, you know, it's, and you've got to have that love, I think, you know, definitely for the sports uh, to do it. And like you sort of said, I, and I love Romania. I, I competed in Romania um, in 2018. And for me, it's almost like I'm doing sort of like a full circle, sort of going back because my first pro qualifier was Romania and I won my height class, but I came second in the overall. <laughs> so I'm going back and I want redemption. There <laughs> we go. Redemption in Romania. So Sean and I were talking earlier and he was going to ask you, um, and I'll ask it, Sean, like, cause yeah. a lot of, a lot of the viewers, like I have a lot of family members who watch and they don't know the difference between bikini and wellness. Can you explain that to the viewers that don't know? I, there's a big difference really. Um, you know, I think bikini were like the sort of babies of like the muscle, <laughs> you know, and then you slowly move up. Um, it's not a step up from bikini uh, by all means. It's more, it sits between, I think, between sort of like women's physique and sort of like figure. It, it, it's in between there, but not as sort of... Um, trying to think of how you you would say it. it's not as sort of you've got the muscle but not as conditioned so yeah so so that always like confuses me when you see like okay all right um they but not as conditioned so how do you train for something and not try to get into condition like it's confused like i like think about like how Wait. do you do that because i know like you know sergio and 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 kelvin are like we're our main goal is to be the to best get shredded. Yeah, yeah. Shredded, body fat. It you know, it would it would be so much easier because bikini is actually quite hard, believe it or not. You sort of think because you've got to sort of get the condition, but you've got to make sure you don't get too conditioned, like with regards to you don't have your hamstrings that start to sort of come through and you start to go stringy and you don't get the sort of feathering on your glutes like when you walk because you've taken it sort of like too far um so it's fine we're trying not to get that i'm trying to get that <laughs> say that again so she's trying not to get that i'm trying everything to get that right. yeah so it's it's where you don't want to be too too shredded but you over here in europe you can go to some of the amateur shows and the bikini can be quite sort of different to what an amateur bikini would be in the States there. Sometimes the comparison is night and day. Uh, yeah. They do tend to be a little bit more conditioned over here in Europe. Um, and it's down to whoever's closest to the criteria on the day who gets the um, actual points, wins or pro card. Okay. Sorry. No, no, I found it. I found it hard when I'm prepping girls that some of them come in in certain areas really quick, especially upper body generally, and then yeah. it's the legs that take ages to come. It's and I've got cool. I've had girls too lean upper body, but yeah. too soft in the lower body, and I've almost had to get them too lean, and then three weeks out, fatten them back up for what yeah. better expression. 
and then the fat goes back on a little bit more evenly. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I'm one of those. It takes ages for the legs. <laughs> it takes ages yeah. around the sort of like glutes. But um, definitely, it's. I think that's just how women are. <laughs> Sergio, when you saw the list for the men's open, was there anybody on there that excited you, surprised you, maybe saying, oh, wow, this person's competing. I'm going to be on stage with XYZ, and you can't say Vinny. Um, but anybody else? <laughs> yeah. Um, Max Charles, if he's listening, I'm going to beat his ass. Um, but then uh, Kamal, I was quite impressed because he's, he's a 212 winner. Sure. Uh, so he's doing, he's doing, but I mean, how old is he now? 50 or something? 51, I think. 51, yeah. yeah. Um, I I do have to admit it, in that list is probably the guy that he's, he's ahead uh, because of his um, recent wins and, um, and history. And then uh, I was impressed to see Josh. Um, Lenorowitz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's been out for out of the circuit for a few years. So yeah, yeah a brain, um, brain issue is what I understand. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. somebody said there was something. I hear brain issue. I might be wrong, and I apologize. But so I've heard brain issue a few times. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, like I recognize, I recognize a lot of the names, but uh, I would say Kamal, Josh, and um, Max Charles were the ones that. They impressed me the most uh, in terms of names. So, yeah, that's the guys I'm aiming to be. So, have you guys started? Have you guys started your your prep yet? I know we talked offline, but is anybody officially in prep yet? Or yeah, yeah I'm officially right. offici in prep. Yeah, yeah. Kelvin, you're not saying anything. Does that mean I've got just a few kilos, but I'm just doing it kind of relaxed. No, no, I have started it. I'm just. I'm uh, kind of doing it as a relaxed. Kind of, I was, I was, I bulked up to my heaviest weight this off season. I think I've gone to like two sixty seven, two sixty eight. Uh, I'm a my cat's two twenty two, uh, so I play to lose. So I've just sort of taken one meal off. I was literally having a meal literally minutes before I went to bed. So I've just tamed it down to six meals um, and just reduced the carbs maybe by about twenty percent. And I've just dropped about seven kilos quite comfortably. So. I've kind of started, but not like officially feeling like I'm, I'm right on it. I'm just sort of like constantly just dropping back down to where I probably where my weight sits more naturally, if you like. You know what's funny about that? Yeah. What I find funny about that is like you're, you're 40 years old and you still have that youthful um, appetite. You could eat six meals a day and yeah. not worry about it. I'm 56 and I'm <laughs> struggling to get six meals in a day. Like, I don't, I don't know if, Sergio, you're starting to experience that. No, I'm, I'm with you, Vinny, because, as I said, for the past six months, because I've been um, focusing on my health, right. um, I've not been eating like a bodybuilder. I've been eating two, three meals a day, pretty relaxed, not counting macros or tracking calories uh, whatsoever. Um, so now that I'm on prep, I find myself eating six meals a day, and uh, mm -hmm. I do not enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying like, cause the age, like I'm older now and I find it, it's, it is definitely an age related thing where I am naturally losing my appetite and I have to, for, I have to force myself to force over the last food. couple of years. And I find in the off season, you know, it, it's easier to eat a, a, like a larger meal and yeah. then have maybe three or four meals like that 
opposed to when you start dieting, believe it or not, I'm having a harder time eating more meals smaller, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't have that appetite. So, but I'm starting to get it now. Like, I think uh, Saturday was like the first time I actually felt hungry. Um, like, you know, that feeling you're like, you're hungry. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's new. I haven't felt this in a while. And so I, I knew like, and I, let me ask you guys a question. So in January, when you guys were thinking about this, because this is what the, my mind, like it, it played with my head a little bit. When they originally said they were going to announce the names on Monday, Jan uh, April 24th, and then, you know, they moved it to the Tuesday. In my head, like I, I think about like prepping and I funnel it into 16 to 12 weeks. And that's my mindset is I'm ready to go at that time. And at 18 weeks out, I was ready to go. And I think because of the date of the a name and the announcement of who's going to be invited, I was like, okay, if I get in that, if I get invited, I'm ready to go. So I kind of started prepping Monday before they announced it. Did you guys experience the same thing? Like, like, or are you now like your name's announced now you're mentally getting into it or were you mentally into it two months ago leading into that? Like I, I did have plans. I did have plans on competing anyway. Uh, I wasn't certain what show, but I'd, like I said, I felt at this age, this was my last chance to make some improvements and really push my body weight up. Uh, because going on with what Sergio said before, I think weight is probably the biggest issue as you get older, holding that extra weight, and that's where the health health problems come in. So I'd made my mind up to have, I've been so close to qualifying for Olympia last year, I made my mind up to sort of have a push and then uh, had a look at shows. And ironically, the shows that I'd looked at were um, literally, uh, I think the week before and two weeks before the Masters Olympia was announced. Uh, the, I think it's the 19th and the 12th, 12th of August. I was looking at shows then. Um, and then I just went for the Masters. So I was already sort of in my mind thinking about ready to, ready to go. Uh, and I'd say it, to me now, six meals, I'm actually feeling quite hungry. I'm watching the clock thinking, I better not eat yet because uh, I'll go, otherwise I'm going to run out of meals before the end of the day. So I mean, I'm pretty active on my feet all day, but I'm, my appetite's still really good. And because I got so used to having seven, which was a struggle, six now feels like easy. Gotcha. Seven meals. Did you not waking up in the middle of the night and having a protein shake, are you? No, I just, um, they're all solid foods, to be honest with you. I think I may, I maybe had cream of rice and whey uh, before training. Everything else was solid food. He's young. He still has an appetite. He's not old. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm getting that. <laughs> now, let me, let me tell you, Kelvin, I, you know, I thought the same exact way. I turned pro at 41, and I thought I had this short window to be a pro. I'm 56, and I can tell you that I've had the one of the best, I, I can tell you, like in my career over the course of years, I've had growth spurts. And I would tell you in the last four years, I've had probably one of my best growth spurts from 53 to 56, 52 to 56. And it's such a fallacy. It's, it's, it's a, and I'll just say it this way to be frank, it's complete bullshit when you hear people say you can't improve when you're older. And the only people that are saying that, are people who are younger. So yeah, I mean, what, what would you say you put, what would you put that down to though? Because I would suggest, and I would think from my own processes, if you've been doing it as long as we have 20 years, obviously if you start at 50, you'll gain muscle, no problem. But if you've been doing it 30 years, it's what hard. have you done differently to so, gain the extra muscle? 
I so I realized that what I was doing wasn't working anymore, and I came right. to it like a halt. So I started to train completely different. I started adding exercises in that I had never done before and doing things mm -hmm. more like time under tension, slower rep ranges, taking the weight off my joints. And all of a sudden, I just started to improve. And in like 2019, I came back and I, I competed in the Masters Pittsburgh Pro and won the 50 and the 40. And then the pandemic happened and you know, we all had the same situation. I chose not to compete with the, the shows that were available and I used it more. I'm gonna take advantage of the off season. And uh, I had two great training partners, guy Vinny Q and Billy Scarnati, and we just trained all year together. Um, and I took advantage of just incorporating a different rep scheme to, like when, when I was 40, I could still pick up a, say a, a 50 pound dumbbell and curl it and get a pump. I do that today. I'm going to tear my tendon. It's not going to work. So I got to figure out how do I get to 50 pounds now to make it work for me. So I just figured it out and probably, you know, just I completely changed everything about how I trained. Um, I trained differently than I did when I was 40. I probably trained probably just a touch bit heavier in a different way with lower reps and then using one set, as the guys call it today, a a top set. I don't know if they, you guys call it in the UK a top set. Guys in the United States call your last set a top set, whatever you want to call it. My last set is usually an all-out failure set, but very slow, very strict, um, and very uh, meticulous. I'm meticulous about how I do everything, and, and I think that you're going to experience the same thing when you get a little older if you're still in the game. So, to be honest with you, I, I kind of feel like. I'm I'm not far off that point because I I felt like I used to be able to do a couple of warm sets and go straight in. Now sometimes I can be almost training for half an hour in terms of including warm up sets and little pre activation exercises I'm doing. I feel like I have to do half an hour and then once I've got warm, I usually never feel good. But there's times where the first couple of reps I pick up a bar of no weight on and I'm feeling stiff and everything's aching and I feel like God, I'm going to have a terrible workout. So I've got you nothing in. Fifteen years for more of that to happen. Wait. <laughs> Sergio, how do you how do you um, how do you train? Are you a very do you train very heavy? Do you train light? Um, I, I wouldn't say I train light. Um, but um, my training approach always been focusing more on form than actually weight. I mean, I move. I can. I, I have to. I have to say that I consider. I move some some big weights, but within form. Um, someone actually said to me the other day, "I've never seen you struggle," and I say, "No, I do struggle, but I do struggle the weight I can actually move uh, within a certain rep range." Um, I mean. Um, a good example is when people ask me what is one um, my one rep max. I don't have that. I don't think I've ever tried. Um, yeah. As a bodybuilder, I need to get the reps under the tension and just, and just you know exhaust the muscle tissue. I don't want to feel the, the weight on my joints. I want to feel on my muscle tissue, and that's pretty much how I've I've trained um, all my life. Um, even um, as you said, Vinny. Last year, I was at my heaviest, and I was 44. So the idea that you cannot grow 
past a certain age, it's relative. Um, yep. and, I, and I felt that this year, if it wasn't for the health issues, I'll, I'll be able to keep pushing in terms of body weight. Um, and I felt good. I felt good. I felt strong. Um, but I tend to rely more now on uh, machines uh, than free weights. That's pretty much what changed a lot of my training. Um, yes. I love squats, but I squat probably like once every couple of months. I rather rely on um, you know on hack squats um, and movements like that. When it comes to presses, again, the plated um, machines for me are are are, um, are preferable towards the bench press or or the dumbbells. Um, and I feel that I'm still I'm still growing, um, the body's still developing, but it's just that I'm trying to stay away from injuries. As sure. you all know, at this age, if you pick up an injury, then you're out for ages. So um, yeah, I, I tend to rely more on machines, but I still lift heavy. Um, that's how I, I feel that I can grow by moving heavy weights. And Trish, what is your as a bikini, bikini competitor? What is your training split? How do you break it up over the week? Do you have days off? Do you have scheduled off days? Or? Yeah, my Sunday is my day off. Um, everything's been changed around with my sort of training. So Mondays are legs. Tomorrow, I think it's back. And then I've got glutes. And then it goes to legs. And then sort of, I think... A combination of everything, but it's predominantly glutes and legs <laughs> at the moment okay. because I need to shift. I need to shift some some weight. Are you trying to change the way you look? Are you trying to change the way your appearance is for the Olympia? Or uh, no, just... I mean because I I did the Arnold here in the UK. Um, so I did the Arnold Classic here in the UK um, in October. And I got ninth in that show. Um, and the feedback was just to make sure I peak right. So they said muscle wise, I was fine. So for me, it's just training, but trying to hold on to my muscles much as I can while I'm dieting down. So I don't sort of like lose a lot of my back or lose a lot of my legs. Um, so that that's with my training. Cool. So, um, Sean is going to be competing for the first time in a long time. 20, a, 25 in, years. Yeah. Yeah. 25 I'm, years. I'm, I'm no level compared to you folks. No, no level. But, but still, like, he, Sean's getting inspired by your stories, my story, and everybody else we, we, we interview. If there's any tips you can give Sean, um, I, I'm putting you on the spot, Sean. So, you know, because he's, he's, he's one of these guys where did compete, then stopped. Yeah. And like a lot of people started a family work yeah. and now they're getting back into it. Any tips for Sean? Sergio, you go first. Take as long to die as you can. Um, do your kids live with you, Sean? So I have one in college now and I have a 15 year old, 16 year old. 16 year old. Okay. Um, my advice would be um, try to get away of temptation at home. You know the cupboards with the with the chocolates and the cookies just <laughs> all that much. Yeah, 
I've, I've been good with that. Sundays is, is prep day. So generally Sunday will cover me till Wednesday. And then Wednesday we prep again. Cause my wife is actually with this, with me as well. That's prepping. Awesome. So, so now it's just my son and he's, he's on a different level. I'm like, look, you can have chicken and rice, chicken and potato, <laughs> or you can have, you can have an omelet. And if you don't want to, then there's stuff in the freezer. Go help yourself. Why are you torturing this kid? <laughs> well, at first, he told me, he says, Daddy, he says, I'm going to do it with you. I'm going to do it with you. But he goes, I can't keep eating chicken and rice and chicken and potato. <laughs> I said, well, come to the market with me. We can work on some stuff. You know, but again, he wants a Hot Pocket. He wants a Pop-Tart. I'm like, he's yeah. 16. I mean, you know, yeah. I've been yeah. the private 16-year-old. Yes. Exactly. So when, but, when is the date of your first show? For me, it's October. I'm still sitting. So as of 24 weeks as of Saturday. So it's October 28th. Yeah. So I've just been easing it very, very nicely. And I, I got caught into tricked by the mirror. You know, I think it was muscular, but then when I finally took some pictures, I'm like, I'm fluffy. I'm not, I, there's not a lot of muscle on here. And Vinny said it very, so nicely. He's like, you're holding a lot of fat there. So <laughs> I, listen, I'm from Jersey. If you, you know, like we're here. To, I, I, I don't want to sugarcoat it. I told don't sugarcoat it. No, I, I can't sugarcoat it. I gotta be honest, you know, cause you know, guys, if, if you have a coach or somebody, you don't want them to lie to you and say you're ready. You, you got to be honest. You know? So I was a little, a little brutally honest with him. And I don't mind. I, don't, I knew what Aww. I was getting into with Vinny. I knew what I was getting. I said, don't sugarcoat it. Tell me. Tell me I look so, terrible. Yeah. So. Do you guys have support uh, at home also? Like wife? Or you on your own island? <laughs> uh, my husband, no. I am the only one who is sort of um, – a- clean eating <laughs> okay, he's is, yeah I'm, I'm the only one clean eating at the moment um, and i tend to sort of cook their food as well but it doesn't really bother me because once i flick that switch mm-hmm. i'm okay i can actually go out and socialize and take my food and it that sort of thing doesn't bother me once i like flip the switch i mean i baked a lemon drizzle cake two days ago, which they enjoyed and ate it, but I didn't get to eat it. <laughs> nice. But, but we're, we're coming to your house after the <laughs> Now, uh, I don't I don't have that problem. Uh, I live alone, so it's kind of easy to prep everything and be nice. on the ball with things. Um, my seven-year-old daughter, she comes and stays with me every few weekends. But um, what I tend to do is because I have to buy her her own food. And um, whenever comes the day for me to take her back to her mom, all the stuff that she left in the fridge on the cupboard, I put everything in one bag and I take it with her. So nothing stays in my house. (laughs) That's very smart. That's a smart Absolutely, yeah, you gotta do that. You gotta do that. 100% remove the temptation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So are are any of you guys gonna do uh, Kelvin or Sergio, Trish, are you going to do any warm-up contest, anything before the Olympia? I I had, like Calvin had said earlier, um, I had sort of marked, because there's a UK show, um, it's the 12th, it's 12th of August, which, which is a couple weeks out, so I had marked that one. Um, I want to do some more prior to that. But at the moment, it's when I come in. So I need to bring my physique to where it's basically, I feel it's stage ready. Then have a look. I don't know if I'll be flying over across the pond 
to do something over there or if mm. I'll be picking one up in Europe and then hitting the two bros here in the UK and then doing Olympia. But I do plan on lining a few up. Okay. What about you, Sergio? No, I don't I don't I don't have any other show in mind even because of that you I wasn't I wasn't planning to compete this year. So my focus is gonna be on the masters. Um if if during the process, let's say like Trish, four, six weeks out, I feel I can I can jump on the stage, I'll probably I'll probably would do it. But at the moment my focus is on the masters. Gotcha. What about you, Kelly? Yes, no, originally I did have plans to compete. Uh, I was probably going to come over to the States again. I was looking, I think it was a show on the 12th and 19th of August. I think one of them was in Texas and somewhere nearby and looked on the map. Um, but as soon as I sort of set my heart on the Masters Olympia, and um, I was, I, I, I thought about applying it immediately, but I didn't apply straight away because I sort of took my time, thought about what I was going to write in this sort of um, resume and we filmed a little video of, of me playing. So I took the time with it, make sure I got it in. But once I sort of set my sights on that, I've decided I was if I didn't get accepted, I just wasn't going to compete. I kind of put all my eggs in one basket. So this is my sole focus now. But like the other guys said, if, if I feel like I'm ready or if I feel like I could benefit from a trial run, maybe peaking uh, mm-hmm. potentially, there's a potential for to, to do it. But I'm very... Like sort of tunnel mind, and that's it. I, I think like this is where I want to get sort of. Um, I, I, I'll say I wanted to retire last year. I wanted to try and get to the get to the Olympia, which I very nearly did. And then I was hoping to like basically retire as, as on top of four as I could ever get. And then this Masters Olympia, uh, because it didn't make the Olympia, became uh, an option. And I thought, well, maybe there's a silver lining. Maybe I didn't qualify for a reason, and this this has come at the right time. So that's how I'm feeling about it now. So. That, I really think that I can only really get what I want to get from this show. Cool, cool. So, so do all, are all the winners going to the Olympia, or is it just the? I saw the men's open, but now is it all oh. the classes? Oh, no, I think all of them. All of them, yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah. All of them. Okay. So, so as we wind down here, folks, somebody had asked because I have chats here on the side. What are each individual's goals for the Masters? Whether you want to see a true placing, or if you want to say top five, top ten, maybe Trish, we'll start with you. I mean, what's what's your goal for this? I would like to be um, top three. Nice. Okay. If, if not top one, <laughs> not going to lie, you know, that that's why we're all going, isn't it? You know, hundred percent. Who wouldn't, you know, everyone on that list, I think they're all going to say the same. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, the goal is to win. I'm not even going to lie, um, but I know who I'm up against. So a top three, would be would be perfect yeah and kelvin um obviously everyone wants to place as high as possible so wouldn't it be great but i think um with such a standard of competition um i think anything in the top five anyone who gets in the top five is a superb athlete you know even to be invited is tremendous honor so anything else is you know top five would be amazing so, so knock on wood, you make these goals. Do you go back next year? Knock on wood, the show comes back in 24. Do you go back? Or is it too far ahead to ask? In, in 2040? No, no, tw- 2024. Oh, okay. I don't think I'll be around. You're the 80-year-old, the over 80. <laughs> I probably will. I, I'm going to be honest. I probably will. I probably will. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. So, um, Trish, we'll start with you. What's uh, 
your Instagram or Facebook that people can reach out to you? Yeah, you can reach out. You can catch me on Patricia underscore at IFBB Pro. Nice. And Sergio? Yeah, my Instagram is uh, Sergio77Lima. Um, or you can find me at Empire Gym as well. That's my other Instagram page. Yeah. Empire Gym? I'm down there. <laughs> I'm going to come down and train. Yeah, you is should. That your, you won't do that. <laughs> is that your gym, Sergio? Um, myself and um, and, uh, and a few other partners. Oh, nice. And Kelvin? Yeah, so I've got a gym called Peak Physique, so my Instagram page is uh, Kelvin at Peak. Kelvin at Peak? Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, guys, for, you know, coming on and letting uh, everybody get to know you and when all of us get to know each other. And uh, we'll, we'll, I'll see you guys in 16 weeks. Yeah, and, see you uh, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. And, and good luck, that- Sean. Thank you. I appreciate that. For people that are yeah, just joining yeah, yeah, not, Sergio, Sergio and Vinny are going to be in the same class together. So it'll be yes. very interesting. Yeah. I'm going to be yeah, looking be up. Nice. And... No elbowing. <laughs> no elbowing. I'm five yeah. foot six. <laughs> You're five foot six. <laughs> yeah, I'm five, I'm five. Well, I used to be five eight. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five six. So, Vinny, what's your goal? What? What's your what's goal? Your goal? What's placement? your goal? What's my goal? Um, just like you guys, you know, listen, I, I'm trying to be realistic. Everybody wants to win. Um, I know who I'm going up against. Um, I first just want to crack the top 10. And then whatever happens after that, um, I want to put on a great show with my posing routine. I want to capture some new fans. And, uh, you know, this is a dream come true. You know, I competed in the 90s. Uh, here in the States, you know, I won the USA back in 1993 my weight class and I didn't earn a pro card because they only gave it to Chris Cormier. One guy got it. Just one, one person got it. Not like today. So and then I did the nationals for many years and uh, placed from second to sixth on different years, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, second, third, and never got my pro card. So this is very, um, emotional for me to to be on this stage after literally a a long time a really long time so you know do the math my first i won the usa 93 so it's been a long time long long journey and uh i respect your guys journey i can't wait to see you guys in 16 weeks and um you know this is going to be great for all of us it's going to be a great experience and uh we're all gonna have fun yeah. Somebody's saying now we'll have to we'll have to do a, an update podcast at the end of this. Have all you folks back, hopefully with some some medals, some medallions, and whatever else is necessary. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's been a pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. Yes, and folks, thank thank you so much. And for everybody listening, tune in this Wednesday for Guy Del Corso. And again, from the UK and the USA, thank you so much, everybody. Have a great rest of the week. Thanks. Good night, Good night guys. Good night, guys. Good night. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Bye.